Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and with me again another week is JD. How are you, mate? Fantastic, mate. How about yourself? I felt very relaxed over the weekend. Like, it was, wasn't that much on compared to the last weekend where we were at the track the whole day. Yeah, very true, very true. I went, I managed to get down this weekend. Well, you weekend. did go, track. Yeah. You were telling me just before. Yeah, managed to get down. I, I didn't uh, get down for a long time to our local go-kart track for everyone that didn't so, know yeah, what we were up down on the, the weekend. Track. Did you go racing? I did not go racing. But there was a good caliber of drivers down there, I there heard. There was. We had a uh, Formula Renault driver uh, mm-hmm. from uh, from Darwin originally, Thomas Maxwell. And we also had a very own uh, local lad that drives in Dunlop Super 2s. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other bloke that got a bent car. Oh, well, that was... Is he not that up in the same calibre? Oh, was. did Bryce bend his chassis? Yeah, so Bryce was... Uh, oh, I thought you okay. said Kevin. So, yeah, so it was Kevin's chassis that Bryce oh, was okay, driving. okay, okay, let's just So recap. Bryce Fullwood yep. was, was there as well. Um, uh, so the boys were racing pretty hard and, uh, yeah, a little accident, you know, this, these things happen. 10 second everyone penalty. A, yeah, everyone has a different uh, of opinions about the incident. I didn't actually get to witness it, so I can't really say much. But yeah, there it's was a penalty and whatnot. Talking about it, we talk about everything. That we yeah, don't see. it's true. It's true. But anyway, <laughs> it was good to see the you know the boys getting out there in the carts. That'd be it was awesome. Must be a big see. change for Bryce. It was. He, I it was talked to him about it, and he said he, he's really enjoyed the last two weekends of yeah, first time racing in three years in a in a go kart. Um, and I think both of them really enjoyed the sort of more low pressure racing for the weekend. So, uh, it was good. So Bryce is staying here over the Townsville break or has he gone back down to Queensland? Bryce now? left this morning, I think it was. Oh, okay. Cause you uh, know, yesterday morning. You know, Erebus didn't actually go back to Melbourne. No, they headed straight to Townsville. Yeah, which do you know where odd. their car, like where yeah, Davey see, Reynolds' car yeah, ended up? Yeah. And it's, it's got, uh, is it in a dealership or something? Isn't yeah. It? The, it's got Holden the, Mount, the Holden Mount Isa dealership. Yeah, and it's got the Bathurst Trophy next to it. Yeah, because they brought that to Hidden Valley. I think they bring it to every round. Yeah, yep. Um, but yeah, that was set up in the dealership at Mount Isa. I think that was really cool. It is very cool. They very, said they took cool. enough parts to, um, you know, Get do through. both rounds, and they pretty much came out of Darwin pretty unscathed. I don't think any of their cars really... Yeah. Maybe um, a couple of bumpers Anton, needed. I think Anton had a, a, a you know, couple of doors and, and a guard that got bent, but other than that, a pretty superficial weekend for them. Mm. They didn't have that greater damage to their uh, cars. So uh, yeah, I've seen through. that, I think, the other week, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I like the idea of that, because, you know, it gets fans in Mount Isa don't really get to go to the supercars. Yeah, exactly. So to bring it's... one of them to them and you go see it, it was yep. it was good. Yeah. It, Maybe it, boost the sale of ZBs. Possibly. Which apparently, not... Darwin is the only place selling ZBs. We yeah. spoke to Mitch, and he was like, down south, you don't see any of them. Yeah, okay. And I think I drive past like 10 on the way to work. There you go. There you go. I have heard they're not selling as good as, uh, as well as uh, Holden was expecting and hoping. So mm. Mm, you never know what's going on there. I guess people didn't like the change from manufacturing in Australia, and they'll uh, get anyway. over it. Everyone so, did that with Mitsubishi too. The year yeah. after Mitsubishi pulled out of Australia, the numbers dropped, and then after a while, everyone's like forgot about it. Short term, yeah. Memory. Well, what choice do you have? Yeah. Do you, you want a car? Yeah. Do you, you want, want an Australian built car? <laughs> Tough titties. Yeah, there, there ain't one. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, let's on to the racing. Yeah, we were the in race. France do have any this weekend? We are. Okay. We're, we're in France. So, do you want to just recap any news? Um, uh, we just had another wild card, two wild card entries get confirmed for um, Talem Bend Motorsport uh, or the Bend Motorsport Park round, which we were talking about in another episode about which wild card rounds were there, and we forgot to add um, Talem Bend to it. 
Yeah, there you go. So I believe Jones will get another yep. one. Macaulay's going again, and also the Kostecki. Kurt. Kurt is uh, mm. stepping up. So that'll be interesting to see how they go. And uh, Kurt's going to race the VF. He's not. Uh, they're not changing it to a ZB. I think only wild cards can enter a VF in it. Bring a V. Yeah, I think there's some sort of rule that you cannot bring a VF uh, forward into the the main game that's been in development series unless it's a wild card entry. Yeah. So. But no, that would be good. Get the guys out there. Do you really? Do you think Jones is going to make the step up this year? Like oh, uh, there's a lot of t- there is a lot of talk to uh, about what will happen there. Um, obviously, it's Brad Jones's son, and uh, you know he owns the team and whatnot. Can uh, make the big call. I think Percat and Slade have another year in their contract. I'm not too sure, but that'll be interesting to see whether they go. I don't and think Blanchard. Go. Blanchard's the one that I'm thinking, but he owns his rec license. They bought it. Yep, so Blanchard, um, they own the Red well, family bought and, it. and also their, uh, his family owned Cool Drive, which yeah. is their major sponsor, which actually helps, I want. I don't want to say prop up BJR, but it, it is a big um, uh, a big paycheck every year for BJR to help them run the other two cars. It's so, something that they need. Like, they're doing a three-car operation, and you think about last year, how many cars do they need to rebuild? Yeah, exactly, especially with Super 2s and whatnot. So that is that is a big sort of question, unless they can get another license from somewhere else. Um, but there's a lot of pressure already on for the licenses that are around in 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 the main game. Mm. Um, you know, Kostecki's obviously want to push forward, and uh, Todd still wants to be there next year. Hazelwood, that is. Uh, so there's you know there's only so many licenses to go around, and it, who knows where they they'll be. I just think we should open the grid up, but anyway. Um. Well, there's not too much other news. I mean, you had Ricardo got offered big money by Renault. Not Renault, uh, sorry, McLaren. McLaren. Yeah, yeah, I did hear that over the weekend. Um, do you think that's got anything to do with Alonso going away? Possibly, possibly, especially with the number figure that they've, they've pulled out. Either it's like 20 they're not spending their money where they should be or they may be about to lose a driver that's costing them a small fortune. Mm, mm. So... Um, it will be interesting to see what what happens forward from here. Obviously, there's, we already talked about last week. Alonso might be wanting to chase his uh, super crown. Yeah, no, the triple crown. <laughs> yeah, the triple crown, but just the, not the, the Hidden Valley triple crown. With the with the super like uh, sorry, with the super crown as in with three championships, not just the races. Ah, oh, he wants to go for yeah, that one. Yeah, yep. So there's rumours about that. So he might want to. Uh, well, obviously, he's in, in WEC this year, in the World Endurance Championship this year. Yep. Uh, and whether he'll go over to Indy and try and win a championship there, that could be a very big thing for a big draw card. So he's he obviously can pretty much walk into a team like, hey, my name's Fernando and I would like a drive. Yeah, I, I look, I don't I don't doubt that. I think he's a, he's definitely in a good position. I'm going to ask you this right now. Where do you think Ricardo will race oh, in 2019? No, I'm asking you right now. Well, I don't look. We're going to I'm our favorite website, gonna... Speed Cafe, and going to their polls. Yeah, I I probably don't. I I don't think he's going to Mercedes. I think. Yeah. So we cross out Mercedes. They've pretty much put the writing on the wall that they're happy to have he's Lewis not happy. Go, he's not going to Renault. No I way. I doubt he'll go to Renault, but. There is the chance that he obviously wants to get behind a another works team, mm. which is a they are going in the right direction. Renault Renault's are improving. really, really improving. I reckon by next year they'll be a f- the fourth 
Like they they won't be the fourth team anymore that's competing in the midfield. They'll be the fourth team competing yeah, for a championship. Front. Yeah. Um, but did McLaren, you see during the race how much Saints pace dropped off? Yeah, yeah. But they they they're still um, they're building. So they've they're extended their momentum. They've, well, they've extended the factory. They've empl- They they keep employing more and more engineers and staff and whatnot. So it is it is they're moving in the right direction. They're spending more and more money. Um, I feel like they could be a, a big team, and within three years they're going to be someone to sort of really um, look out for. Look out for McLaren. The wheels are still falling off. Um, they're offering all the money in the world for him to come there, but I don't think he'll do that. But there's every possibility, you know, earn the money. It's That's a wild card. That's the long shot. Yeah, like it's worth putting a couple of dollars on, but I wouldn't expect to get those dollars back. Yeah. Ferrari, I, Ferrari, really I would the want two to go to Ferrari. The two, the two, yeah, the two that I really toss up between is is whether he'll stay at Red Bull, and obviously we've had the Honda announcement for the the engine supply for next year. Whether he puts enough trust in the in the team that, that the engine's going to be competitive enough next year. Um, in three years' time, they Aston Martin has uh, put their hand up and said that they're going to be building an engine. Um, so with know, the new Porsche regs, Porsche is rumored as well. Uh, Aston Martin's confirmed that they, they're, ah, going, they're okay. going to. So that, that that's probably the where they'll go then. Um, but the, the regs haven't been dropped in yet. They've not been locked in for hundred uh, for 2021. So they're not 100% signed, sealed and delivered. So there's nothing to say that they might pull out of it if it's going to be too expensive. Um, so it's really between Red Bull and Ferrari. And I hope Ferrari, but I feel like... Uh, Ferrari might not want to upset Sebastian and they might pull yeah. Leclerc in because he's doing an absolutely amazing you job. You would like maybe do like a little back door or back room deal with Leclerc and go, look, we're not going to give you next season. We're going to give Kimmy one more season, but we'll sign you in 2019. For or 2020. Ferrari. Yeah. It will be interesting. Give him one more year to develop. Yeah. Yeah. It would be interesting because it's, it, could be demoralizing for him. So he looks great at the moment, but you put him against someone like Sebastian Vettel, it could be pretty demoralizing for him to go out and because everyone be able would to expect him to be up the equal. front, yeah, and and whatnot. So I'm not saying that he wouldn't. There's every this is possibility why I'm thinking, he could. You know, we can give give Kimmy one more year. Like surprise me, I give him one more I year. I think Kimmy's um, already pretty much announced that he's going to retire because. Ricardo and Leclerc are both gunning for his seat, and he doesn't want to be left in the position where he just doesn't have a job. I haven't heard so, that. Yeah, there, well, there's rumours going around from this weekend. It's nothing. He hasn't locked anything in, but there's rumours that he's going to soon announce that this is my intentions. He's um, still scoring regular podiums. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, but he hasn't won a race. He hasn't won a race in a couple of years, but I'll tell you what, he's still sitting what has in the he, championship. Has he won a race since he come back? Yeah, he won, he won some with Lotus. So... I don't think he's won a race for He hasn't Ferrari. won a race for Ferrari. But he's won one with Lotus, but he's got like 25 it's, podiums. But his teammates also won probably 10 races or 15 yeah, races. Your teammate Sebastian Vettel. Yeah, but still, you'd think even you might win one or two in that time. So, like you look yeah, at well, qualifying. Yeah, you like think, we were saying the other week, Bottas has lucked into a couple of race victories, and yeah. somehow Kimi can't. Can't he can't make up positions on the side? Well, look again, open he, race. He, uh, open yeah, lap, he qualified. Sorry. Seventh, I think it was this weekend, or sixth or seventh. Um, you know, it's just not good enough for a car that should be at the front. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's he's he's always can't get the Q three 
right? Uh, and he also he doesn't seem to be getting the race results that he needs to be getting from the car. So where do you think Ricardo's going to race? Red Bull? <laughs> Did I, uh, should I yeah, be a politician? Yeah. I danced all the way yeah, around it. Yeah, you danced right around it. You're basically <laughs> going, where's Ricardo going to race? And now Kimmy's retiring. <laughs> uh, look, I think Ferrari. But that's only probably a 35%. It's just higher than my other odds. My heart, I reckon my heart 33%. says Ferrari, but my brain says he's staying at bloody Red Bull. Yeah, I reckon 33% Red Bull, 35% <laughs> Ferrari, <laughs> and then... Another the 33% <laughs> going, he's, he's going to race for both teams. <laughs> yeah. So, and then the other one is... He's hell knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, the other one is obviously tied up between, you know, Renault and... and, and Maybe he just wants the money. Yeah, he could just go do a season, get the money. Well, if he doesn't believe Red Bull is going to be competitive with the Honda engine, it probably wouldn't hurt for him to go earn some big dollars and then come back, but it might hurt his image as well. So Yeah. Oh, well. So... I'm going to click on Ferrari. Should we click Ferrari? That's what we heart wants. The, ha- the heart the wants. The heart wants, and you all know right, this is right, not right, good. Let's see what... it, everyone thinks Red Bull. Yeah, 50% <laughs> think Red Bull. Jeez. Yep. Three We're probably and a wrong. thousand votes to 1,100 votes. Yeah. Well, all right. That makes sense, but... It does make sense. There's not really, yeah, there's not really much room for him anywhere other than Ferrari or the money or uh, stay where he is. Well, we're jumping over to qualifying. Unless there's anything in practice and stuff that you really wanted to chat about. So um, would... Qualifying, yes. What, what would you take away from qualifying this weekend? I didn't see it. Um, I stayed up. It, w- it was interesting. I did watch the highlights. It was really good. Charles Leclerc was just amazing this weekend. He was, wasn't he? Un- would he Q3? He didn't yeah. know where to go after the Q3s. I. Did he? What was his team radio or something? I, yeah, that was a bit odd as he was pulling in that. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was just he just keeps impressing and impressing and impressing. Like it's this just is why he's going to Ferrari. Yeah. He's he is the next thing. Well, and that was the big um, interview. Basically, I can't remember which Sky reporter did with Daniel over the weekend. He said you're doing too good of a job to go to Ferrari and Mercedes. They won't want you to, cause they won't want conflict. Um, and then Leclerc's going through and doing a, an absolutely fantastic job as well. So he's put his hand up and wants to come through and he's obviously already a Ferrari driver. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he keeps driving like this, he's going to be a future world champion for sure. Like he is absolutely driving. So Ericsson's nowhere and he's just smashing it. Yeah. I haven't seen a Sauber up in the bloody Q3 in a long time. And where did he qualify? Eighth? That Eighth is a fantastic of, result. Obviously, Roman Grosjean had his uh, a little incident on his um, first time lap in Q3 and put it in the wall. Yes. Uh, not not the best start to his um, Q3 attempt. And Magnussen didn't have a very good run through Q3. What happened to those Haas? Well, they were, they were quicker than... Than normal, so obviously they were one of the front-running midfield teams. I just don't know how that Sauber gets so far up the. F- obviously, there's a lot of rumours. There's a lot it's of hand-me-down a, Ferrari bits on it. It's got a this generation Ferrari engine. This it's got year. A current model Ferrari engine, uh, and also maybe wings and stuff have been very much modelled off the Ferrari. There's a lot of helping going on. Re- Ferrari's got nothing to lose by helping Sauber because they're like really. 
Well, that was the big See, thing. During the race, how easy field. it was. It's like, Phew. yeah, to come past. Yeah. So, anyway, anyway, that was that was my standout. Was it was obviously Charles Leclerc. Yep. Do you have any other real highlights for? Obviously, Kimi was a bit disappointing down in uh, sixth place. That was a, a little bit of a disappointment. Um, it was interesting because in uh, in P three, the it rained quite heavily. No one really went out and track because they were worried it would rain in qualifying or the race. Mm-hmm. And they only get I think it was three sets of inters and three sets of um, wets. Yeah. So they didn't want to use any of them. Only a couple of cars went out in P three. Um, and Daniel didn't get to try the setup that was on Max's car. So they ended up going into qualifying with completely different setups. So Daniel had a lot higher downforce. He yeah, wanted to I was run hearing the lower. about that. Yeah, so he had a he lot more w- rear wing on, or yeah, yeah. Um, where Max had gone full Monza spec um, aero, and he pulled Daniel quite a long way down. I think he was seven or eight tenths down on the straights alone, and he had to make that all up in the corners. Obviously, he made a, a fair percentage of it up, but. It just it, it hampered him too much. He was going to run what Max had, and they put it on the car for him to try in P3. Yeah. But he never got to run, so he never never really got to test it. So they went back to what they had on on the um, the Saturday, uh, sorry, on the on the Friday, um, the second session Friday, because they already knew what that was like. Yeah. And then in qualifying, it was understeery. And they had his front wing turned to the max, so they couldn't get any more front downforce down. So he was kind of stuck with what he had. So that's hence why he was a couple of tenths. I yeah, think, he off seemed da- a bit all max. Didn't seem on spot this weekend. Yeah, it's yeah. just those that bad just run up. One of those, one of those bad run up days, yeah. and you just can't get it right. Um, the Mercedes new engine looks absolutely amazing performance wise, doesn't it? It is quick. Yeah, it is. Look very, at Hamilton's pole at one thirty point. Zero two nine. Now that has a bit to do with they this weekend they ran those new Pirelli tires once again that um, Mercedes had put pressure on Pirelli, but Mercedes are saying they never asked for never them. never ask. But anyway, they they they're the low. Uh, so they've actually got a lot less rubber on them. Well, a lot less. They got three millimeters instead of like four and a half or something uh-huh. of rubber. And Maybe they Len tend to blister like less. A little bit more yeah, he probably would have. He probably shouldn't ho- uh, flat spotted it so bad. Um, but they they do have a little bit less rubber, so they're a lot less prone to um, blistering. Mm-hmm. And that's Mercedes was having problems with that, and hence that's a lot stronger tire for them. So it was actually Christian Horner that actually explained a bit of it. He's like, look out for them in places like Silverstone. We're running that tire again. There was a couple other races, and he said they will be strong. On this tire at those races, they're going to yeah. be nearly unbeatable because it suits their car so well. I'm not a fan of the soft tire. Why is that? I don't like how long it lasts. It does last a long time, doesn't it? They should call it like the super hard. Yeah. <laughs> soft my ass. That yeah. thing lasts forever. You could do 53 laps on it. No drama. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's exactly right. It was. It was. This race probably needed a, a, the, the ultra or the hyper, the ultra and the. Um, super soft because it. This, everyone's strategy was just one stop it. Yeah, and like Even I said last there week, I hate one stop whatnot. races. There were there was a lot of two stoppers, but you know you could get so long on a, on a single set of uh, soft tires, it was not funny, and mm. it just opened up your your strategy so much. Well, yeah, like should we jump into the race because yeah, we're sort of not? starting to talk a bit more about the race straight off the bat. 
they were what was Martin Brundle saying at the start, going, "Oh, you know, the only t- uh, only op- uh, overtaking opportunities, sorry, would be on the opening lap." Everyone's yeah, going to be prepared for everyone because everyone's going to be wanting to overtake on the opening lap because the rest of the lap, rest of the race, lap, sorry, you won't get any overtaking. Yeah, and that's exactly right. So that that's what they were saying, and then the race was anything but. So the race was good. I mean, granted, we had to take two of the fastest cars from the front, chuck them at the back, and let them do a lot of the passing. Oh, admittedly, the time overlap for them is probably two to three seconds a lap mm. at, at some stages on the cars they were passing, so it was a lot easier. So before we get too far into it, how about you talk us through the, the opening lap, turn one incident? Okay, so they all got off the line pretty well. Sebastian Vettel in uh, third place, following uh, Lewis Hamilton up to, on the inside up towards Turn 1, Valerie Bottas on the on his sort of just ahead of him and on the right. And Vettel started off on the fast, the softest compound tyres. Yeah, he did. So the Ferraris actually, good point, they, they, Ferraris did run the softest compound tyre in Q2, which was a little bit different to what everyone else was going. So Red Bull and, and Mercedes deliberately... Uh, ran the sort of the medium compound tire to get a longer first stint out of them because they thought that the the um, the softest yeah, compound yeah. was going to hypers. Uh, what were they? Hypers, yeah, ultras, hyper. and softs. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they were ultras, I think they were. Anyway, they 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 run the the, the softest compound. Yeah, ultras, on the super, and the softs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they they run the ultra soft on the Ferrari in Q two and it, that obviously helps them get off the line a bit better because they've actually got get a bit the heat of a into yeah, the tires a bit earlier. Yeah, and exactly. They turn on better on the warm up lap. They're a softer compound, so they launch off the line better. They've got more grip in general to get you down to turn one. Because Vettel got off the line like a bullet. He did. He did, and he was actually running uh, quite well uh, up until they got to the braking. Up until zone. the incident. Yeah, <laughs> and it all turned a little bit south there because. Yeah, he got so far, such a good run that he was actually so far under uh, Lewis's wing and the wash from Bottas's car that he lost pretty much a lot of his front aero and or aero in general. And when he hit the brakes, they, he locked a wheel and ran straight into the, the left rear of Bauti Bottas's car, breaking his front wing and spun also him. spun Bottas around and punctured his tyre. What do you think of... Max Verstappen sneakily sort of... Just going around. Going around the whole <laughs> thing and cutting out turn two. Yeah, yeah. Well, this, this is a very controversial race for uh, just... Cutting this corners. This here doesn't really have Barriers. much of... We don't, uh, in France, we don't believe in walls. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the walls are a very long way away. They've got quite... It's all asphalt up to the walls. Um, there's not really much of a disincentive to not go out I there. understand why racetracks do that because I tell you what, you're probably riding off a lot less cars on tracks like this okay. than you do. And this track is, it was designed as a testing track. So this is a track where WEC test all their cars and they'll go and do hundreds and hundreds of laps at these places Just and they don't want to ride. WEC is WEC. Yeah, WEC. So, so you're the only person I've heard to call it WEC. 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 Yeah. Yeah. WEC. So... Um, it's the World Endurance Championship. They go there to uh, to test the cars, and they don't want to be riding off these multi million dollar cars, especially because some of them are prototypes. Yeah, you know. Yep. So that they they have on this track, they actually have these annoying lines that are different levels of grip to help slow the car down. Is that what they are? Yeah. So they're different types of asphalt which have high levels of grip to help slow the cars. The it blue is it. like a, a super grippy asphalt. The red is a Super, super high grip 
asphalt to stop you hitting the wall. That's why they're out close to the wall. Yeah. Oh, okay. I found those stripes just really hard to watch. They are quite irritating to the eye. One o'clock. Oh, what is it? It started at 11 o'clock here. Yep. Yep. So, you know, you, you very early in the morning and it's like the cars and panning shots. Yeah, you're trying to watch confusing. the cars. You got all these red and blue stripes. I'm like, oh, I don't like that. Yeah, it is. It's not the most pleasing thing to the eye, um, but I understand why they do it, and that's why the all track right. is like this, and that's why we had so many incidents where, um, if there was an accident, rather than trying to go through the carnage or the debris that was on the track, everyone would just head south, head left, right, and they just need to go put a couple around. of bollards up. Yeah, go over this one. Go over. You have to exit. Yeah, return you have the to track return by the track. this yeah. bollard. Not, oh, like, well, just after that incident with Vettel and Bottas, then you had Carlos Saints. No, not Saints. Um, Ocon. Ocon, and who else was involved? So there was an, actually an incident between Ocon and um, Grosjean. Oh, yeah. So all the Frenchies. The Frenchies, the Frenchies all crashed get, up. Yeah, they all got <laughs> together. Uh, so Ocon and um, Grosjean got together, and that damaged Ocon's car. And then the wheel fell off of it. Well, that, oh, no, that, that was Gasly. Gasly, so, yep. So then when he was coming, he was sort of half limping. I think it damaged the front wing and plate or something like that. And it, it, it had pushed him over and whatnot. He got run out of room and whatnot. Then he come down to, I think it's probably turn three or four by then. Um, and had a, another incident with another French driver. Um, Gasly come barreling up. Behind him, obviously, Ocon turned for the apex. He did come from quite far out, and Gasly was going for a gap. The gap disappeared. He locked the brakes and, and managed to wipe out both their cars, unfortunately. Well, Gasly and Ocon have been reprimanded by uh, for the French Grand Prix shunts that they've caused. Um, a quick flick through. I can't really see what's happened. I think they just got some points on their license. But basically, the driver stewards just said they were both a bit too eager. Probably. That's probably accurate. <laughs> yeah. Bit shame because this, well, it was only at the start of the year that Ocon hadn't crashed out. And now he's done two. It was this one in um, the Azerbaijan yeah, Grand Prix. Baku. Baku. All right. Well, let's get back into the race. Well, after that, it made the race very exciting because we had the safety car period for... Four laps, I think? Yeah, four laps, yeah. I think. Vettel and... Um, Bottas all pitted under the safety car. And Alonso too, because Alonso just... What happened to him at the start of the race? Because he went sort of nowhere. Well, they they basically said they were covering... They were, I think they were going to try and one-stop it from the from lap one, essentially. Oh, was that what they do? I they thought were, it was he got ca- caught up in all the incident and then pretty much said, all right, pit will change strategy. You're going to the one stopper. That's yeah. what my yeah, understanding. He, he was obviously he got he fell back in the in the grid, but he was obviously wiped down. This is the worst qualifying for. This is something we probably should have touched on in qualifying. Uh, the worst qualifying for uh, McLaren in a long time. Yeah, Neither just having a look made, at Stoffel Van Dorm eighteenth yeah. and Fernando Alonso sixteenth. Neither of them made it out of Q one, which was. Unusual for them, not that they've been going that great. No, but you but, expect them to get out. Yeah, you expect at least a Q2 appearance. Well, you them. had Sauber up in, what, 10th? No, oh, that's the race result. Sorry, let's go back to qualifying. Sauber, 8th, and where was the other one? Uh, Marcus 15th. didn't do the best job either, yeah. He did get through. He got out. He kicked out Alonso. Yeah. So, um, yeah, not 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 a very good showing from them. But he, he was, they basically went to an alternative strategy. 
Um, there were still rumors that it could rain, so that he went onto a harder compound and then tried to drive a long race, basically. And I guess they were praying for rain. Rain never Yeah, came. I remember seeing the bit where they're talking about the rain because they had the radar up and they're going, oh, this is iffy for not so much the guys on the super softs, but the ones on the ultra soft. So they got to the point in the race where the ultra softs, you know, you needed to pit for them, but the, yeah. the, the guys on the super softs could stay out a bit longer. And um, yeah, they were sort of playing a bit chicken with the weather and... In yeah, the exactly. end, nothing happened. Yeah. It was a dry race, but... It was one of those weekends. So we had rain in practice, and we were in the race and in qualifying. We had a, one eye on the radar through the whole session going, is it going to come? Is it going to shake the field up? Is you know, ho- Almost hoping, obviously being an Australian and hoping Daniel can do quite well, Daniel's car actually was going to suit the race. That's the talking suit Christian the... Because it had a higher downforce setting, so his car was going to actually probably be the standout car from the top six cars because he was running higher downforce than the rest, and it never eventuated. So unfortunately for them, well, the rest of the race, there was a lot of overtaking in the end with the guys, the faster cars moving up through the grid, and there was, I mean, there was talk at the start where there was no one overtaking, but from what I remember, there was passing there was quite happening a lot of overtaking, yeah, through that good. chicane on the big long straight. Yeah. They're the one that drivers wanted to get rid of because I think it was on the, um, uh, what are they called? The driver's meeting or whatever they have. Yeah, 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 it was. On the Thursday where they're like, how can we make this a bit more entertaining? They're like, uh, we get rid of that chicane and have a big long straight. Yeah, and d- the d- can you imagine? So the DRS actually worked quite well at this track. Um, can you imagine if that straight didn't have that chicane in it? You would probably pass and then get past again pass and, and then, then pass, pass again. again. Yeah, <laughs> Like it, it, it's a 1.1 mile straight. So it's, it's a too long. huge That's... straight. That's it's not Baku length, but it is getting up there. Yeah. So can you imagine how, yeah, how how quick they would? They also did say it would help the teams with setting the cars up because that chicane they actually need downforce on the cars to get through that chicane. And that's like the only bit on the track that you really. Yeah, there's a couple there's little a bit more, but and... but yeah, there's a couple of bit more where they need downforce, but not as much as the chicane because the chicane's actually a little bit faster and it's tight. Yep. Um. So if they took that chicane out, they could dial downforce out of the cars and make them slipperier. And and with the DRS, it's it's going to be interesting to see what they do next year. It'd be so unsafe at the end of that. Yeah, I guess we do it in Baku, but where there's walls all around you and stuff. So I can't imagine it's that bad. So uh, it would be interesting to see what happens next year. Maybe because the racing was actually not that bad, they will leave it as is. We need reverse grids on these boring tracks. That's what we need. Reverse top. No, not even reverse top 10. Just full reverse grid. Yeah, well, the fast cars will make their way forward. Yeah, because if you just reverse top 10, you're like, okay, so, you know, get the Renaults and that to start at the front. Okay, here's a question for you. All right. I thought that Bottas was going to come through the field a bit quicker. So did I. He, did that catch you that Sebastian was going through the field, but Bottas wasn't, and Bottas was in the arguably fastest car there was damage yeah, to his yeah i thought though. yeah when he wasn't moving through the grid i thought he maybe sustained more damage in the incident than what i initially thought because i thought it was maybe just a rear puncher um well i don't think the floor was damaged by the crash as much but the puncher when he drove back to the pits i think it, it chipped the front of the or the back side of the floor it yeah it did take me by surprise because vettel seemed to pass through those cars through the field so easily. Yeah, yep. It was good racing. I liked it. That one where he bloody Vettel comes in and just 
like slammed like was Alonso just left the door open yeah. so why and then Alonso ended up having to spin around because he had yeah. nowhere to go and like even Brundle Probably said the that downforce off his car as well. Brundle was like that's a very odd move for Alonso to leave like be that vulnerable. Mm. Alonso was not a happy boy at all this weekend either. It, he then tried to set to the fastest lap. Yeah. He was arguing with the team to try and set the fastest lap. They said fine come in we'll put a new set of tires on your car. And what happened mate? He didn't even set one purple sector. That's how slow the McLaren was this weekend. It's not good, is it? It's not Bottas good. managed to set the fastest Bottas lap. Bottas set of the, the fastest lap with a 130 points. 132.134.22. Uh, yeah, which is what, four seconds, 4.2 seconds off pole. There you go. Race pace, qualifying pace. Yeah, no fuel in the cars and whatnot. Yeah. Mm. Towards the end, right? Ricardo in the dying stages of the race. Did you think he was going to hold on, or did you think, nah, his car is wounded? It was it was hard to watch actually because he looked like he was surging forward, surging forward, surging forward, and then right around the pit stop time, he started to lose time real quickly, and it was quite substantial. Like um, all of a sudden, he was losing quite a, a few tenths a lap. Because there was a point there where they're like, ah, oh, you know, he he looked like he was becoming vulnerable to the undercut and picked his pace up. And- well, he the looked gap like, in. Yeah, he looked like he was going to walk up to the back of um, Max. Max's car hmm. uh, by the end of the race. But he actually had front wing failures. Oh, is that what was happening with yeah. it? So he's left, uh, he's left wing one end of the, a couple of, well, not the end plate, but a couple of the, the tier, I, I forgot what they call them, but winglets they have yeah, on, yeah. The, on the top of it uh, had actually fallen off. They thought it could have been from debris on the track. Um, there was nothing they could do in the pit stop. To help it's him, not other worth than changing t- yeah, the it's nose. not worth taking the five, six seconds to t- change the nose, or, or maybe more, maybe in ten. So they they just left it, and then shortly after the pit stop, the other side broke off as well. So he had a shocker, it, and that's what actually probably cost him the podium. It, he ended up dropping so much front downforce, the car was pushing, it was chewing the front tires. He was just sort of limping at home, and. And um and Kimmy managed to come through and 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 pip him for third place. Kimmy did quite a good job in the race to mm. to uh to come through from sixth. But um yeah he he unfortunately didn't get to stand on the podium. Yeah, it was it was very horrible. And then towards the end with Lance Stroll's tire. Oh uh, yeah, because he what must have flat spotted it during the race. Yeah, he flat spotted it earlier in the race, and then uh, he was, was doing a super fifty one or something. super super long stint. Uh, and obviously the vibration and the, the, the flat spot originally, it was enough. He probably, you know, it probably kept trying to return to that one spot every now oh, and then. As soon as you flat spot it, when you break again, it's like, it's going to grip on that flat spot. Yeah. And unfortunately that, that tire gave yeah, out. The tire exploded. It, the belts let go on the tire went out of shape as he was coming down the straight. You can all of a sudden, when you watch the onboard, the vibration gets pretty violent. That would have been a loud, like huge Oh, and then it exploded. Yeah. When the belts go, so I don't think it it did deflate, but I think more that the belts would have been pretty scary because it smashed the front wing and well, I've been driving the front floor. Drove back from Kakadu with a trailer on once, and we had the belt like the tire basically give out the same way that on the trailer, and that yeah. ruined the tire arch and everything on that trailer. Yeah, it's it pretty crazy when they lose a belt bang. like that. Shook the car like everything. We all we're all good though. We're all good. You you're safe. I'm safe. That happened. Years ago. 
I was like 15. <laughs> well, we've had it on the boat trailer as well. Been lucky that it, it was in an 80 area when we were coming through Adelaide River sort of thing. So it wasn't When tyres so give out, mate, even race cars, road cars and stuff like that. I'm glad you look at how well road tyres are. Yeah, like yeah. How strong and stuff they put out there. Like the tyre walls on them, the amount of extra braiding they put into it, the amount of extra rubber. You go, what, we're talking about the the rubber on these Formula One cars, only, what, three, three and a half mil? Yeah. More than that on my car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If that if your tire was that low, it'd be nearly not legal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you talking about, mate? I bought these last week. These are yeah. brand new Pirellis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where's the crews? <laughs> there is none. It's dry season up here, mate. I run slicks. <laughs> I'm, I'm running dries, mate. <laughs> All right, wet season and the build up. I'll put on my intermediates. <laughs> well, that and pretty much end of the race there, didn't it? It did. We had the did. virtual safety car after that. Um, yeah, there was a lot of debris remove, on the track, obviously. And remove and the virtual safety car before the last race, the uh, last no, lap, or did it finish under finished it? Under virtual safety car, by memory. Well, no one got points this week for us. No, we didn't. We didn't. Um, Mercedes did the big comeback, and and Sebastian obviously took himself out of the race. So. Oh, well, so we didn't even mention Sebastian Vettel did get a five second penalty. He did for um, taking Bottas. But out. does that do anything when you look at this? Like Hamilton finished. Well, and well, Max Verstappen's sit, uh, 7.09 seconds behind Hamilton. Then, what, Kimi's 28, 25.8. Then you got 34. I know this is from Hamilton's time, but still. It did a little bit because when Seb pitted for the second time. Um, oh, because he would have he had to take back. the penalty now, then. Yeah, he, t- he took the penalty at his second pit stop. So he pitted and Bottas pitted again. Um, because they had a free pit stop because obviously the, the they had a huge six gap. cars were a lot faster than the rest. So they made their 30 seconds or whatever it is because this is actually a track where it's a slower pit lane speed limit. I think it was 60 miles an hour or something like that. Or no, some, be like, 60 kilometers an hour, I think maybe. It was, yeah, it was less. Yeah. It was a lot less than like normal. Australia where we're 40. Yeah. So, and no alcohol sponsors this weekend either. Oh, I didn't notice Did that. No, no martini no. on the... No martini... There you go. Um, Williams. wonder why that is. Because France doesn't allow alcohol, um, alcohol sponsors. sponsors. There you go. Um, so, anyway, the, he had to take his five seconds. It did put him... So, if he had just taken his stop, he would have come out in front of all the back-marking cars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he had to repass them all. That's the only penalty that he really got. That was the big talking point, really. Um so Lewis has come out and said it's it's by far not uh, strong enough for taking out another driver. Um, it is, but I, I I was about to actually raise that point with you too, looking at the the gaps between it. I'm going well, but you can't go. Oh, you took out a car. Here's a thirty second penalty because we know you know you're going to pit early and then it's pretty much going to come yeah. down towards the end of the race. You can't do that. It's a five second penalty. It should almost be like. You got a five second penalty. Pull over. Take it now. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a hard one. Also, it's a, look. Stewards are always going to be a little bit more lenient on the first lap of a race in any category. Uh, I know this is the pinnacle of motorsport, and Seb should have probably known that his error was going to get disturbed, and he was going to get sort of sucked into. He the ran crash. into the wrong car. He did. He needed to calculate. He needed to run it. into the back of Hamilton and <laughs> yeah. take him out and go. Oh well, yeah. The person is. I'll cop that five second penalty, but you're not getting those twenty five points. Yeah. So, um, and it was a 
you know, it's a little bit controversial. I can understand why Hamilton's saying it's not enough because Bat- Bottas didn't it still finish behind him. It wasn't a big enough penalty that he didn't even manage to get in front of him. Seb does this, so he did this in Baku last year yeah. where he got the penalty from Hamilton and still finished ahead of him. Yeah, and I, and I can also understand the other side of it. I don't think you, you can't just go, well, okay, Seb's going to move through the field faster than Bottas. You know, they both started last and second last with equal opportunity to come through the field. Um, it's not, yeah, the stewards... Obviously, look at it. First lap, first corner, you know, a little bit of leniency. They can't do too much. I, I think the worst, that, you know, the most they could have given him was probably a 15-second penalty, which is Whoa. huge, and they're not going to do that. He had to take out more than one car at the start of the race to give him a 15-second penalty. Exactly. How often do you see any more than a five-second penalty in a race? And the 15-second penalty, yeah, no, nah, it would have dropped him behind Magnussen if he had to take it. But it's still ahead of Valtteri Bottas. Would it? No, it wouldn't. Uh, no, it wouldn't. No, actually, it would have been like a couple of seconds ahead of Magnuson. Yeah. So it wouldn't have changed. But it is a big penalty. In, in Huge the, penalty. And it could have, it could have, because it might have dropped him another five places that he had to go through the slower cars because he wasn't a lap. Mm. They weren't a lap down on him at that stage. So, you know, it, it could have been a, a lot harder for him to get through. Well, overall, it was an interesting French Grand Prix. It was. It, it was. W- not the most memorable. You know, I don't think we're going to go back to this in years to come and be like, oh, 2018 oh, French no, Grand Prix. But no. see, I think the same thing about Hidden Valley round last weekend. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. the most memorable round like, at all. Lounsey, the Lounsey winning 100 races there, that's a memorable one. Yeah. Like, I remember that. But, you know, yeah, but you get that in over time. We're heading to Austria next week. We are. Predictions? Yeah, predictions. Uh, did you have anything else you want to chat about this race? Because uh, no, no, I think this race is that's that's enough it's about done. the race. Yeah. yeah, Hamilton won. Who cares? Yeah. Um, Notice Hamilton didn't win about a boring race though. It is funny that when he did a dominant race from the race start to led every lap, even when he pit started, pit started, pit stopped, stopped. <laughs> he didn't uh, drop a place. So. A very dominant weekend from him, and uh, no, no, I don't think there was any complaints from him about the, the racing at all, actually. Funny that. No. <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you reckon? Who do you reckon is going to win next weekend? Are we up to that? Yeah, yeah, we're up to that. So, Austria, we're at the uh, Hungarian ring? The Red Bull Hungarian ring? Yeah. Hmm. I want to say Red Bull, but I don't think... It's not a strong track for it's them. It's not a strong track for them. Um, didn't Mercedes struggle there last year, or did they win it? Mercedes are normally quite strong there. Um, Ferrari have improved their car, but so they'll be strong there as well. Can't I'm going Hamilton. You going Hamilton? Yeah, I'm going Hamilton. I don't want to, but I do. I think no. I think that's right. That's probably who I'd go for. So I'll go for Seb. Yep. Instead, yeah, I'm happy. All with right. That. Cool. Now. Big day of testing coming up tomorrow. I was wondering if we're going to talk about this. Well, no, we're not going to talk about anything. <laughs> Just saying. Because there is some to... testing tomorrow, yes. Yeah, well, it will be the day after this comes out. The day before it comes out. Day, day, sorry, day before. It's going to come out on Thursday. They're testing on Wednesday. Wednesday. So, yeah, um, looks like Todd Hazelwood's not going to test. Because no, that come out today. They've got no tyres. Yeah, so talking to Todd and Darwin, they, they, they basically don't have a tyre allocation anymore for testing. It was p- pretty much pointless to... Wear, put wear and tear on the car um, and they're not happy with how the car's going anyway so they, they need some more direction before they you go testing. You can spend some more time in Bali. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, 
Uh, but yeah, Bryce will but, be yeah, out there. Yeah, Bryce tomorrow. will be out there. Um, which track that? Queensland. Uh, Queensland, yeah. Queensland Raceway. So that'll be interesting to see. You know, probably some big news coming out later in the week. It'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see that. Might even post something on Facebook if it if it breaks. Yeah, if, what's going to happen? Yeah. So yeah. Well, that's us. Nice, nice, good episode. We got through. No children this week. Well, he's he's, he's out there, but yeah, we didn't watching. have to babysit in here. So yeah, sorry about that, guys. Last week, um, your young one made a small cameo, which he's is here. fine. It was yeah. great. Yeah. He loved it. He's. I tell you what, for a two-year-old, loves motorsport. He does. He does. He he quite happily will watch a Formula One race or a supercar race over play school. Yeah, it's weird. It is weird. It is good. He gets he, very he, involved too. Oh, yeah. he does. We were sitting at. I was sitting down there. There's there's photos of me with with your young one at the fence at the Hidden Valley showing him what's going through. And he just loved the cars. I'm surprised you were telling us the story about how much he picked up on it. Like watching cars get loaded on the back of tilt trays and all of a sudden he's at home putting all his cars on the back of a tilt tray. Yeah, yeah. He's got a toy, toy tilt tray and he's never really put anything on the back of it. He drives it around. You know, it's just a car. He drives it around. And then all of a sudden, after one weekend of watching crashed cars get put on the... He crashes. We've seen so many Porsches get loaded up onto that <laughs> yeah. section. Yo, he, he's now crashes a car, pretends to crash a car, and then he puts it on the tilt train and drives it <laughs> off with his truck. It's weird. Ah, it's good. <laughs> Kids, you got to love them. Yep. Anyway, guys, thank you very much for joining us this week. If you have anything you want to email through to the show, if you've got any scoops you want to let us know about, any news that we can talk about on the show. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that we can talk, you're looking at me that we can talk about <laughs> yeah anyway um, you can email them through at breakinglate at gmail.com or you can hit us up on facebook facebook.com forward slash breakinglate and if you want to check out our website you can it's breakinglate.com but that is us done and dusted we'll be back next week after the Hungarian ring Austria yeah it's nice I like that track it's very picturesque it is a beautiful track isn't it my parents went to Hungary the other like last year and they said you have to go. They said it's, yeah, it's the whole good, si- it? the whole place is just it's beautiful. It's really good. And they gave us like really good like candy waffles things, <laughs> sickening sweet. It was great. I loved them. Anyway, it's not a travel show. This one, it's a racing show, and the racing has done. And the that's it. We're done. <laughs> We're done. We're done. Yeah. Goodbye. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.